So we're delighted to be joined by Tara and Paul from one of my favourite businesses in Harrogate. I think probably because of what you sell. Aiken Humphreys on Leeds Road. Very, very well known for stocking wines and beers and all sorts of things that you need to have a good time. And welcome to our Your Harrogate podcast. It's great to see you both. And actually... I saw you guys at a party a few weeks ago and it was it was it was a bit like being in a dream. It was the first time I'd seen you since Stray FM days years and years ago. And obviously a lot has happened uh, with lockdowns and different bits and pieces since. But but um, you used to come in and do uh, a little chat every week about about wines to recommend and things. And we always used to fight over who was going to get the job of recording because it was always the best job. So let's start, Taro, just with a, with a bit of a, a bit of a brief history history of of Aiken Humphreys and, and how long you guys have been involved. Aiken Humphreys uh, opened its doors back in 2010 and it's owned by a couple of local people, Edward Aiken and Jonathan Humphreys. Um, it's a fantastic wine shop. I've been involved, uh, got involved probably a couple of years after they opened the doors and have been behind the scenes looking after the finances and stuff like that for the business ever since. Um, I believe it's a business that's gone from strength to strength and particularly, you know, in the times when people were having difficulty accessing supermarkets and stuff like that in the past uh, COVID times. Uh, we were extremely, extremely busy with all of our uh, local customers. I think we're uh, seen as uh, quite a a sort of central business to Harrogate now, which is which is a lovely thing to be. Yeah, it's a well-known. It's one of those names, isn't it? That I think I think it just it's memorable, isn't it? As as a name of a business, it just it just sticks in people's heads. And and just going back to as as we can sort of hopefully have a summer of normality now. Just going back to those COVID times. I mean, it was it was crackers for people like you guys because obviously the whole world was going nuts with the pandemic. But you were one of few businesses that, that was open for the whole thing really and actually it, it was pretty essential you know you had also, you know people coming in who, who couldn't get to their local pub or restaurant or whatever and and they were coming to see you guys and that must have all been I mean a real sort of eye of the storm kind of time for you well we went into things with a relative amount of uncertainty, actually, for a couple of days while we waited to see if we were on the essential list or not. But uh, as soon as as soon as we got the confirmation that we were, obviously, we're very happy to try and help people get hold of a, something lovely to drink to uh, take their mind off other things. Um, particularly, started doing um, home deliveries, which is something that we've we've carried on doing now. We found people really appreciated that not having to come out and mingle and get involved with the general public so uh, we've uh, yeah that's something that we've carried on with so that's probably a good thing that's come out of, yeah, out of the and, pandemic for and, us <laughs> and, well, and you know what unashamedly as well there are there are so many positives and 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 it's really important that we take the positives out of out of whatever life throws at us and actually people coming coming to your door paul i guess actually People's having a forced change in their in their habit for for a month or two, a few months. Actually, it's quite a good good way of seeing everything that's on offer. The fact that you've got such a wide selection and and just stuff that people might not realise that you do. Yeah, I think um, it was quite an exciting time for, uh, for a lot of people. They, it was a voyage of discovery. They hadn't really explored a great many things that we did and. Uh, 
And likewise, um, the local butchers across the road had a very similar experience. Uh, uh, there was certain times we were almost seeing who'd got the longest queue outside the door. <laughs> it was, you know, uh, it was hard work, um, but actually um, being able to just keep a little bit of human interaction, um, you know, whether it was on the phone for deliveries or whether people were coming in and socially distancing within the store one at a time, it was just that human contact that kept us all sane and uh, and uh, also um, kept the business ticking over because uh, essentially, you know, there was a great deal of uncertainty at the start. It was like, is this going to kill everything? Um, you know, what's going to happen next? Oh, yeah. And, and actually as well, when, when, you know, when you're going to work and it's full on crazier work, when a lot of people are not at work is is a weird... I mean, the whole thing, yeah. it's just weird, isn't it? And, and it's funny now that it went on for such a long time, but that first, that first initial lockdown, mm. we all sort of remember half-decent weather and, you know, discovering how to make cocktails and, and all of those, all of those things. But it is, it is, I mean, I, I think it is, it's so important that we, that we all find, that we all find positives in, in situations. And, and here we are now where, where we're back into normality. And one of the things that, that you guys are doing that we're going to talk about in a few minutes is some taster events, which is just fantastic where people can come in. So, so We'll, we will talk about that in a second. But first, a bit of an overview of, of, of what you do then. And it, and it really is something for everybody, isn't it? Yeah, we like to um, basically try to provide a, a good quality of wine at whatever price point that people would like to pay, you know, whether it be uh, under £10, which we have a good 60 or so wines that are, uh, are very familiar looking prices to people, all the way through to treats, maybe for the weekend, all the way through to special things for, for landmark birthdays. And, you know, just uh, we've tried everything that's hit the shelves. So uh, with a little bit of interaction with people, we find out what people are into. And we're usually pretty sharp at getting them the kind of wine that they like, um, but just with a, a better grade uh, without having to spend more money, you know. So it's, uh, it's just that we really love the product, so it, we kind of just want to share, really. We just want to share. It's a very good... thoughtful gift, isn't it? If I, if I mm. can go in and I can tell you something that a member of the family likes and, and, and you can find something that, that is new to them but aligns with their taste, that is, that is and also, and also if, you know, for, you're talking about like landmark birthdays and celebrations, sometimes actually gifting, we want to spend a few quid actually on a really nice bottle, don't we? Indeed, and, and to be fair, there's, uh, there's many great things that um, are available um, when you get to a certain point in, in spending money on wine. It's hard to hit the wrong one, you know, um, but, um, you know, carefully picking something out because um, it's a lot of money to spend, particularly in this time that we're in at the moment to, to reach for a, 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 a more of a big ticket wine, as it, as it were. Um, and we want to make sure that that's right uh, for the person that's receiving it. So uh, it's uh, it's just that kind of um, understanding, really, um, of what people uh Kind of, if they if they're into one thing, uh, they perhaps might be very close to the flavour profile of something else that we know, and it's just that that lovely marriage of um, person to a lovely bottle of wine, you know. And and you you help people choose the wine for their weddings as well, don't you? Yeah, I mean, um, in 2021, we did four very 
well, for the time, very big weddings actually, you know, over 100 guests and uh, some quite big numbers of wine taken. But often people might come to us because um, they've tried the wine at the venue um, and then maybe not so keen or they've also, um, they really want to choose their own and pay the venue corkage and things like that. So um, it's nice to get the, the family to be all together, um, do a little tasting for them based on a brief that they give me and uh, and really kind of take a bit of the worry out of the prep f- for the wine and just I bet know. they're quite fun aren't they some of the, if the yeah, whole family is, I mean you could film is, some yeah. of that couldn't you I expect it would be quite entertaining it could go down in uh, like as the, kind of the, one of the first family get togethers really couldn't yeah, it yeah yeah absolutely and and Tara you were saying that the, the kind of the business side of of wine as a gift for staff and actually for clients and things is, is sort of coming back this year well I just think a lot of companies are wanting to treat their staff well they want to treat their customers well and I think it's uh, something that we've we've done quite a lot of work with in the past with with companies local to the area where we pick out we work with them to pick out the sort of gifts that they'd like to send and we can use local couriers or you know UK-wide couriers to dispatch fantastic gifts you know sort of seasonal gifts Paul often picks out uh, you know sort of special things uh, that we can box up nicely and, and send out so be that sort of spirits or wines or even beer packs you know we can actually do all sorts of things and I think that's something that I feel this year might really take off and is such a is, is something that's so nicely received when you get a lovely oh, yeah. like bottle of red wine or champagne or something landing on your doorstep from the you As know a, thank you bit of appreciation yeah and it and it does I, I think it it feels personal doesn't it it does feel it does feel like a real thoughtful thoughtful gift and it is it is it what is really interesting I think there's a load of things in the sort of pause of of covid that we didn't know whether they would come back or not. And actually, um, a lot of the local hotels are really busy with these kind of big corporate event. You know, it's, it has all come back. It's just it's just taken a while, hasn't it? And I think sort of how businesses treat their clients and more importantly, how they treat their staff or equally importantly, that's probably something that is, you, you're right, it's right back on the agenda now, isn't it, to be honest? Yeah, definitely. And it's just funny, isn't it? Like, this is the first time, because even, like, last Christmas, everybody's thinking, oh, I don't want to do too much because I don't want to have COVID over Christmas. Whereas now I think it does actually feel, right, you can look up and think, right, how do how do we want to celebrate our success? How do we want to thank people? Um, should we talk about the wine tasting events? Because these are quite exciting, aren't they? Yeah, it's something, um, obviously, um, with... Keeping everybody apart, um, we had to knock all manner of tastings on the head, um, and understandably so. Um, but one of the ways to really kind of get people into things that they don't know about is to share them, in, you know, and to put on tastings. And so um, we kind of have a three-way um, approach to that now. Um, obviously, we like to do our big Christmas and spring wine fairs, which we go to a venue and people can try often 50 wines in the room um, and spend a good couple of hours wandering around and trying whatever they like and that's been a good we've done a couple of those now um, since after Covid and had a great response to those the last one was uh, was was down at uh, the balcony which was amazing there was cricket playing outside and we got all the tables around lots of lovely wines for people to try and people could come we kind of limited numbers so it wasn't too busy but we'd also got a fantastic uh, whiskey 
uh, to try and also local drapers gin and uh, it's really really amazing do, do you talk do you talk people through before they've tried something or sort of after they've tried so how, how do you sort of you know give people the the detail of what it is they're they're sampling how does it work best well i think really um if if people um, come to a tasting with any with any kind of misgivings about pricing and styling uh, to one side and an open mind, people tend to find that they get a lot more out of the tastings. You know, there was some very big surprises at our spring wine fair because people were amazed that they actually liked some of the lighter reds that were on offer and never really ventured with the with these before. Um, and so, you know, uh, it was a. It, it, tasting things is always going to be eye-opening because you just don't know what a wine is like until you've got it in the glass. Uh, so um, that's why we're going to pop, start popping a couple of wines open at the weekends in the stores for people to try. Um, and also these themed nights that we're doing once a month on the last Thursday of every month. Uh, the first one I'm going to do is um, a retro wine tasting, um, which is basically taking all of the kind of famous styles made infamous by the 70s, 80s and yeah. 90s and uh, trying to put an A&H kind of slant on those styles, trying to give it um, more of a modern take um, and uh, maybe share some stories about what we might have got up to when we were a bit younger. Both can so, remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a bit more social, you know, maybe 12 or uh, 15 people in a room. Yeah, I love just that. Just chatting and talking and trying some wine together. A nice uh, kind of hour and a half, couple of hours, um, and, but I've come up with quite a lot of nice little themes. I'm going to do, uh, in August, uh, a holidays and winery visit theme, because everybody was thinking about holidays. Uh, and then in September, I'm really looking forward to this one. It's uh, a wine and music pairing tasting, um, which we call, like to call a 3D tasting, uh, where uh, I want to explore how music can enhance the enjoyment of wine and vice versa, and also how changing the music can change how you feel about the wine. So it's a little bit more uh, sort of cerebral, if you like. No, but, I'm, I'm all on. But that's why I drink during the breakfast show, to be honest. That's <laughs> why, you know, I've always, I've, I've, always, I've, always, I've always said it for years. I I, um, I actually agree with that, though. It, it heightened senses, isn't it, to it's, be honest? Yeah, and yeah. and what kind of genres of music are you thinking of being being part of that evening in September? Well, how, I think broad, how broad do you get? There'll be six very different wines, mm-hmm. and therefore there'll be six very different genres of music. So you mean yeah. from classical yeah, to all the way through, you know, yeah. something very rock? Or yeah, whatever. all the way through to very modern stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, uh, our wines are generally um, quite contemporary uh, and uh, and exciting. Um, we don't really buy anything that's big. You know, um, we like to seek out the smaller, uh, more uh, kind of tasty wines that are out there. And uh, I think really the music should be uh, along that kind of line as well. So it might not be. Uh, the biggest uh, known classical Yes, it hit, won't be Little know. Mix. I hear that. That's why I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so the first event is in July. So yes, that's what, right. What is the date of the first event? So the first event is actually Thursday the 28th of July, and uh, we have maybe about four or five tickets left for that, um, and uh, it's filled up quite nicely. Um, and, and that's the retro wines. That's the retro wines one. And what, and what do you pick them from? from? If you pick one from each of those three decades... What would uh, what would be big? What would be big in the seventh? Believe it or not, that is before my time. <laughs> Don't laugh, Tara. <laughs> well, the sort of things that uh, you know um, 
very much in the 70s, there was only really France and Germany. And so I thought we'd have a, a revisit of Hock and Liebfraumilch. Liebfraumilch, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, and a kind of more modern spin on that. Um, and then obviously through the 80s, one thing that was... Um, really interesting was how um, yuppies meant that champagne stopped being just a birthdays and Christmas drink and it became a, a weekend drink and for some a 24 party drink you know yeah. um, and so we'll have a look at some champagne as well um, and then um, into the 90s um, maybe have a, a little dabble with Lambrini and uh, just thinking Lambrini. Um, and where and where a quality version of that kind of style of thing is you know I think the 90s for me I hadn't actually discovered wine I was more alco pops at that point but I don't I don't think you'd want to be uh, do you remember getting the hooch and all those I don't think you'd be wanting to go back there to be honest I, lo- I love all that it's fantastic and it and it is um it's the whole picture, isn't it? It's the yeah. whole picture with, with all of these. I would like to say, though, just, just to be clear, that we're not just digging out the Lee Proud milk. <laughs> yeah. From the senses. Paul, yeah. Paul has actually picked out some amazing things to show people that will be very good quality and, probably, and a significant step up, <laughs> but uh, reminiscent, shall we say, yes, of those digging, times. He's not digging out a, uh, a 40-year-old bottle of... Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, can remember, I can remember my parents drinking Lee Proud milk, yeah. one of those cartons. Yeah, that's things. right. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yes, that's uh, another story. Um, well, it, it's it's so so nice to hear about all these different things going on. In terms of my last question, while I got you both here, that I wanted to ask was, um, what what sort of going into kind of summer. 2022 I think there'll be a lot of people who'll be having some time off time at home with family coming to stay UK breaks as well as going abroad um, what what are sort of big big trends in in, in wine and, and things that have, have suddenly got really popular this this summer well it's um, it was interesting um, how uh, pale uh, Provence style rosés have become absolutely massive you know it's we associate like, that with summer don't we yeah I think? it's uh, it's almost like there's a thermometer that when the temperature goes past 19, it's like everyone starts thinking, oh, I need a rosé. Yeah. And uh, so it's with it being quite quite warm today uh, and has been for a, a little while now, you know, the, the, the rosés have, have lit up. And, uh, and obviously there's some very uh, kind of trendy styles that people are starting to explore, uh, orange wines, um, natural wines. Um, we, have a, we, we have a very big selection of vegan wines mm. uh, and uh, it's one of those things that uh, um, it, it always amazes me uh, um, how you know the, the 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 temperature and different seasons will spark different interests. Um, uh, we've had quite a big trend uh, for people wanting to buy low and no alcohol drinks as well. Um, so we do some uh, no alcohol beers and no alcohol wines as well. Uh, and that might surprise people if they yeah. if you know they, they had a, a, a no alcohol beer, you know. Five ten years ago, I mean, now they're so much better, aren't they? Than oh they yeah, they've come be. on leaps and bounds. Uh, the, there's some some no alcohol beers there that are just uh, really excellent, yeah. you know. And uh, there's still a few shockers out there, unfortunately, but you know. <laughs> And dare I even mention 
Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you have to plan ahead, though, don't you? I mean, it, I, I mean, personally, I always think get summer out of the way. But but you know, that you have got your event already in the diary where where people can come and taste all their all their Christmas wines. So tell me a bit about that that event. That's at the Crown Hotel. That's right. Yeah, um, it's on the nineteenth of November. Um, we are running three sessions to keep numbers sensible. Um, there's roughly seventy tickets for each session from twelve till two thirty or 3 till 5.30, or 6 till 8.30, and essentially there'll be uh, at least 50 wines in the room, and then we'll have a couple of guests um, showing some of the kind of Christmas uh, spirits that you might fancy too. Uh, it's, it's basically um, a great way to explore uh, things that you might want to get for people's gifts and a great way to kind of try things that might make your Christmas Day very special too. And I imagine these events are a lot of fun as well. Yeah, they are. Uh, it's always um, it's always the last session that's a little bit more social, <laughs> you know, um, which is nice because it's like, yeah, you know, it's people. Christmas. it's a nice way to kind of um, start the Christmas celebrations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, pe- people wander in, we give them a little tasting glass and they walk around the tables and they can try whichever wines and spirits they want to try on the day. It's very informal, so it's a really nice way to find out a bit more about wine, and you wouldn't normally have access probably to that many to sample in a normal situation, so it's a great way to try different things. I love that. So that's on the 19th of November, so you've got to get booked on that if you want to be a part of that one before Christmas. And we should just say what what the opening hours are in Harrogate and in Collingham before we go as well. Yeah, sure. So we're open 11 till 7. Um, In Harrogate, we're open from Tuesday through to Sunday. And in Collingham, it's Tuesday through to Saturday. And Collingham opposite the big Tesco on the on the crossroads there. That's right, yeah. Which we know, and of course Leeds Road, just um, the roundabout after the Prince of Wales roundabout in Harrogate near to Posh Paws and the Laundrette and everything. And thank you so much. It's been lovely to chat to you both. Thank and you. Uh, yeah, wish you very best for the rest of summer. Well, thanks very much. Cheers, thank you. 